was one of the biggest reasons why we started this thing in the first place. Obviously, there's a, a ton of benefits of having a podcast, being able to talk to a bunch of cool people, but thinking about who we're trying to actually serve, it's you. Welcome to The Quest. I'm your host, Nick Horiatis, co-hosted with my best friend, Cole Jameson. We're both lifelong athletes, fitness enthusiasts, and knowledge seekers. Each week, we're going to try and bring you the tools and skills necessary to help you embark on and win this journey of life. Without further ado, let's get after it. JP Morgan once said, The first step to getting somewhere is to decide you are not going to stay where you are. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Quest. If this is your first time joining, welcome to the community. We are so glad to have you and cannot wait to hear what you think of the show. The Quest is where young adults discover the skills needed to achieve their version of success. This week's episode, Cole and I walk through some of our favorite moments from this year's podcast, and we cannot wait to share it with you. We also have a very, very special message for you guys at the beginning of this episode, so make sure you stick around and check that out. If you find this episode helpful, share it with a friend, talk about some of your favorite parts, and share the benefit that you get from it. If you've been enjoying The Quest, or if this is your first time joining, make sure you subscribe and follow our show to get the latest updates and any episode notifications. You can follow our show on Instagram at The Quest Podcast to stay up to date with everything we're doing here at The Quest, and you can find that link in the podcast description. Guys, I'm so excited for you to hear this episode, so let's get into it. What's going on, guys, and welcome back to The Quest. So this week, our episode is very, very different from any of our previous episodes, and that is because this is the finale of The Quest podcast. So Cole and I officially have decided to kind of take a step back and take a break from the podcast for a little bit, just because we both have a lot of big goals, and the podcast is one of them. But the problem is, and this is a topic that we've talked about numerous times with different guests on different Tuesday tips, on different secrets to success, is the idea that having too many things going for you at once ultimately prevents you from actually achieving any of the goals that you have for any of those things. It's that idea of diluted focus equaling diluted results. And when you start to apply that to your life, If we want to grow the podcast into something that impacts the most amount of people possible, then we have to put a lot of effort and time into it. And with everything else that both Cole and I have going on, it would be an injustice to give half effort into something that could potentially have a lot of value for someone listening. And if you've gotten any value from these episodes, like, please let us know. We love hearing that kind of stuff. And it was one of the biggest reasons why we started this thing in the first place. Obviously, there's a a ton of benefits of having a podcast, being able to talk to a bunch of cool people, but thinking about who we're trying to actually serve, it's you, right? And we hope that over the past two years, we've been able to provide you with a bunch of value and hopefully help you on that quest to success. So we're not really sure when we're going to come back to this. I think both of us definitely want to revisit the podcast. I mean, it has been such a fun and integral part of our lives for the past two years, and it's been an amazing learning and growing experience for both of us. So podcasting in the future is definitely part of both Cole and I's lives. Just when we come back to this will vary. There's really no strict timeline on that. So we wanted to take this episode just to say thank you for listening to all the episodes if you have or listening to one of the episodes or maybe listening to this episode and if you are listening to this episode welcome to the quest (laughs) 
We have a bunch of episodes, over 100 episodes, that kind of walk through a bunch of different ways to be successful in any aspect of your life. So if that's something that you want to learn more about, go check out those previous episodes and leave us a comment about which one is your favorite because we'll still be checking in periodically. But when thinking about more additional episodes going forward, this will be the last one for a little bit. So Cole and I wanted to walk through some of our favorite episodes from this previous year, so 2022, and kind of hit some highlights and then also use this episode as almost like a time capsule for us where we can talk about some of our goals. So as of recording this, it's December 9th, 2022. And hopefully when we come back to this podcast, that our goals will be achieved by then, if not making a ton of progress towards them. So Cole, if you want to start walking us through some of your favorite episodes from this past year and then kind of why you chose those episodes. For sure. And and before I get into that, First of all, you you said all of that great, and I couldn't agree more. And it's really cool to see kind of where we started this podcast. Like I I sometimes go back and listen to the first couple of episodes, and it's amazing how much we've progressed as speakers and hosts and podcasters. And it's really cool that we we kind of started this with like the main idea being we're going to we're going to meet cool people we're going to grow in our own knowledge we're going to become better speakers and that's going to help us in this aspect of life and then it turned into those first couple of people saying hey you guys really helped me with this and and students at OU saying this episode helped me get through this day and then Those were just the best feeling because it changed from being a way for us to improve and turned into an outlet that we could use to help people. And truly, you know, the the people listening to this, you guys are the reason that we kept doing this for two whole years. I'm also really proud of us, by the way, for doing two full years without missing an episode. Yeah. I mean, that, that took a lot of dedication, and there were a couple of times when we were down to the wire, but mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's a pretty cool achievement, and I'm excited to, to come back to this when the time is, is right, and um, we've been extremely blessed throughout this whole, whole podcasting experience, so thank you, Nick, and also thank you to everybody listening. Jumping into a couple of my favorite episodes from this year, the first one that comes to mind is one of the more recent ones that we did with Dan Carson. I really enjoyed this episode for a couple of reasons. One, Dan just helped me through the process of buying a home. And so I got to see on the buying side of how that process goes. And Dan was phenomenal in helping me through that. And so after going through that and then hearing everything that he said throughout the podcast, it was just so valuable the way he said it and the way that it was delivered. And I think that it was extremely helpful and knowledgeable to those that were listening. And I hope that it made it a little less scary buying a house after listening to that episode. Because I think that owning a piece of real estate is a great way to, to start building some wealth. Mm-hmm. So it's really not as scary as it seems. And I think Dan did a fantastic job of that, as well as just breaking down all of the aspects of loans and how to get them and Everything that goes into the process, he hit on, and I think he hit on it really clearly. And um, I, I love the episodes that are are just crystal clear, right to the point, and offer extreme value to the listeners. So that was my first one, and then my second one of the year, going almost back to the beginning, was Reed Helsher's episode. 
And this was one of my favorite podcasts that we've done throughout the two years that we've been doing this. And I think because Reed offered such a unique viewpoint on everything, mm-hmm. being in a, in a world that I had no experience in, and it made it really cool to talk to him and hear how he thinks and hear how he does things. And not to mention the dude is incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. So combining the intelligence and the viewpoint morphed into this amazing episode that had so much value. It was informational, it was motivational, and I just I genuinely enjoyed recording that episode, maybe more than any episode that we've recorded. So mm-hmm. definitely between Dan and, and Reed, those were my two favorite of the year. What about you? Yeah, both of those episodes were honestly some of my favorite as well. And it's like when looking back and we were trying to like come up with a few different episodes to highlight it was honestly really difficult and even just picking it from this year alone like we interviewed some of the best guests we've had on the show like we started off with maggie nichols who is like literally world-renowned gymnast and has like movies about her (laughs) (laughs) like all these crazy accolades and it's really interesting when we start to think about yeah, we had these really, really cool guests on every single person that we had on the show has been like an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't been an episode that we recorded that we walked away thinking, oh, this was a waste of time. It's like every time we talk to someone, we get some additional value and hopefully provide value to them too. And what was cool about Reed's is we walked into that episode thinking, okay, maybe this will be like 30 minutes total. Like I, I really have no clue what the music industry is about. (laughs) Like I don't know anything about building a band or anything. And then that whole conversation took such a different turn than we were expecting. And it ended up being such an amazing two-part episode. Like Mm -hmm. thinking about all the different topics that we covered from partnerships to handling conflict and everything in between. It was insane to think about how much insight that he had. And I think it's probably because he had such a different lifestyle because he had to grow up really quickly. Yeah. Like being in a band and like traveling all over the country and performing at all these places and like handling all these different things and not working like a traditional job provides you with a lot of different experiences and it, a, a really unique viewpoint on life that that conversation was just so cool to sit back and listen to and to be a part of, I guess. When thinking of some of the top episodes that really impacted me or just I really, really loved recording... So the first one that comes to mind is one that we had with Keelan Burrell. So Keelan is a real estate wholesaler. He has his own business. He started it up, has like had ups and downs, and has been able to transform what started as a very, very small operation into something where he has like a few different employees and he's just like constantly grinding. And his company is called Budget Mobile Home. And they're all about like mobile homes and like providing affordable housing and all this stuff. And in his episode, he basically just walks step by step by step by step into how you can buy real estate or invest in real estate with literally no money. And like sitting there and listening to that episode from someone who is like currently doing all this stuff, explain it was so cool because like he has such an in-the-weeds perspective, but also has, like, the actual conceptual side of things where if you were to read about it in a book, it's like, okay, yeah, I can kind of wrap my head around this idea, but 
when you sit there and listen to someone who's actually doing all this stuff and has like experiences and examples and stories of how he did all these things you're kind of blown away you're like is it really that easy it just (laughs) takes a little bit of hard work and his episode was just so inspiring because of all the different things that he's been able to do at such a young age too like he's our age and he has like he's a ceo of a company and he's like doing a bunch of deals a month and all this stuff and it's cool to see that he's found his niche and he's stuck to it Mm -hmm. and one of the things that he kept saying was i'm just sharpening my sword right i'm just sharpening my sword i'm just getting little skills here and there and just getting better and better each time like if i fail that's okay i'm just sharpening that sword and getting better and learning from these things and that stuck with me for so long i was like man i should get into wholesaling i'm ready this seems to be the thing to do but no i mean his episode was just so inspirational and also informational And when thinking about how he was able to kind of take the leap from what a traditional lifestyle would look like in a, in a corporate job or in just some traditional nine to five job and starting his own company and wholesaling and just kind of chasing after something that not a lot of people do hearing how he talked about his goals and his visions and everything in between was really, really insightful because that's something I eventually want to do. And so like listening to someone who's gone through it really helped me kind of get a better understanding of like what it actually is going to take to build a successful company. Yeah, I like the way that you said how he explains things is better than a textbook because a lot of times in a textbook it would say put an offer on this house and then get the contract and then sell it to this person. But Keelan went like three steps further than that and said get a contract, sell it to this person. But if the person doesn't want to buy it for this price, you can move this, highlight this and flip this and change it to where this deal looks better here. And now you took somebody else's deal that wasn't about to work and here's one that does work. And he just kept going on these different scenarios that was basically saying, I can't lose. Mm -hmm. If, If I have the knowledge and the ability and the work ethic to get through these problems and solve them the right way, you can give me any deal and I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. And so it was really cool to, to hear him going through that and just watching his brain work. Mm-hmm. And then my second episode that I really, really enjoyed just kind of hearing a different perspective on things and kind of that common theme throughout all of our episodes is like success and what it takes to be successful. And there's like hard work and discipline and all these different things. And hearing from Annie Medich talking about what it took to become a professional dancer blew me away. Like I did not realize how intense and grueling it truly was to just constantly have to perform at her peak for like 20 years, basically. (laughs) Like she's had such an insane career and she's traveled all over the country. She's traveled to different competitions for dance or different schools to actually be taught by these instructors that come from all over the world like she went to this one florida camp when she was 14 or something like that so super young and you're like just getting into high school and really figuring out what life even semi is and then all of a sudden she's in a completely different state training for the entire summer away from friends and family pursuing this thing that she just really really loves and like she's having all these crazy experiences because people in Dance have so many egos that as soon as you're better than someone who's been there for a little bit longer, then all of a sudden you have this kind of really tense conflict because it's that superiority, seniority kind of complex that they have going on. And so how to navigate those types of situations coming in as a younger dancer was really interesting to hear about because like you can 
apply that situation to really anything. Like if you go into a new job and you're hired and all of a sudden you're the boss of people who are age-wise older than you or have been with the company longer than you, there's sometimes a weird dynamic that goes on there where people don't actually want to listen to you at all. Because they're like, you don't know anything. Like, you (laughs) just got here. Who are you to tell me what to do? And this is a common theme in the military because people who go to college are commissioned officers. And then all of a sudden, you're 22, 23 years old in charge of this big group of people. And odds are those people are like 30s, 40s, sometimes even older than that. And you're the one telling them what to do, just having got out of school with really no experience. And it's weird because you have to be able to navigate that scenario of, okay, I know you have way more experience than me. You've been in this position way longer than me, but I'm technically your boss. And like, if I wanted to, the chain of command is in my favor. So I could really just tell you what to do. But learning how to lead in those types of situations is a completely different dynamic. And that was something that Annie had to get used to because she was one of the star dancers when she first got to OU and then also the Arizona Ballet, but all these people had been there way longer than her. So making sure that she knew how to navigate those relationships to where these people didn't hate her and she like would dread showing up to practice and rehearsal, but also being able to like kind of explain or show that, no, I really do deserve to be here and I'm competent at this thing. And I was kind of blown away by her poise and her dedication from such a young age to be so driven for so long. I don't know. It was just a really, really cool episode. And it was like, man, I, I have so much to work on. <laughs> I am nowhere near this driven. And so taking little bits and pieces of just her mindset, I feel like was something super, super valuable for me. And hopefully if you would listen to that episode, it's number 94, number 95. And we'll have all these episodes linked in the show notes if you want to check out any of these. But listening to that episode and just being able to experience it live was so cool because she talked about so many different powerful things that you can apply to any aspect of your life. It doesn't have to be ballet, right? Yeah, I was so bummed that I missed that episode because something something came up like the day before and I had to bow out and Nick had to do a solo episode on that one. And as I was listening to it, I was just thinking, goodness gracious, I wish I was there. Like, There's so many things that I want to ask and listening to her story it was very inspiring and and like you said you can you can hear the poise that she has just from going through all those things it also made me feel like i haven't experienced anything in my life (laughs) i've been i've been in uh i've been in one city pretty much my whole life and and so I, i certainly haven't haven't uh traveled to the extent that she has but that was a really good really good podcast you killed it she killed it and that one was really really fun to listen to and kind of get to be on the the listener side of things for that one. And I think it's important too that just because, like Nick mentioned earlier, we've had so many good guests. Like we could go through all 52 episodes this year and pick out what we loved about each one. And there were so many guests that we had fun recording with. Like we loved the episode with Baker. I loved Mm. hearing about marketing and and, because that's another subject that I just haven't spent that much time on. Yeah, And there were... I mean, there's, I could, the list goes on, but it it really is amazing that we, we didn't have a guest that basically flopped. Like every one of our guests, we left the podcast saying, man, that was great. Mm -hmm. That was really good. I learned this. I learned that. And, and it's, it's really cool to look back and, and see that. Yeah. And it's like a combination of being able to choose the correct guest for the show and like having really good luck that they're 
actually willing to be on the podcast. <laughs> and then also just the fact that I'm rereading How to Win Friends and Influence People right now. And one of the things, and the topic of this section is just basically like how to make people instantly like you, essentially. And it's to become genuinely interested in that other person. And when we're interviewing these people, like once we dive into a subject, and you can kind of hear it in the podcast, like when we're like, oh, I'm actually really interested or I'm curious or like, oh, tell me more about this, Ooh, more, 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 more. <laughs> that those types of scenarios, like that's when you get the most out of the actual episode. And those moments are really just what makes the entire episode so special and really worthwhile to begin with. So at this point, this is like our final adieu. And we want to walk through just some of the goals that Cole and I have. So that way, hopefully when we look back and we either listen to this episode or as soon as we pick back up where we left off, some of these goals will either be achieved, blown past, or we're making really, really good progress towards actually achieving them. So I can go first. So some of the things that I'm going to accomplish and a big reason for why we decided to kind of take a step back was I am obsessed with self-storage. And that may sound super weird, and it may sound kind of on par because the past couple episodes, I've talked about it a whole bunch. But self-storage to me is like my thing that I really want to specialize in commercial real estate. And so in the attempt to build what I want to be a $100 million portfolio of self-storage, like I need to start focusing on that and make it a priority in my life. So that way, three, four, five years down the road, I'm like really grinding towards that $100 million valuation because that $100 million I want to have accomplished by the time I'm 33. So when I made the goal, I was 23. I'm 24 right now. And so I wanted it to be 10 years from now, I want to have a $100 million portfolio. And if you break it down into chunks, it's only $10 million a year. And commercial real estate gets really, really expensive. So like if you buy one or two properties a year or three or four or whatever it is, that number scales fairly quickly. And if you're a good operator, you can add a lot of value to that number. So do I think it's realistic? Yes. Does it make me nervous? Absolutely. <laughs> but that's kind of why I set the goal because it's like, okay, now the time is actually ticking and I have to actually take actions to accomplish this goal. So one of my smaller short-term goals is by the end of next year, so the end of 2023, I want to have at least two self-storage facilities like owned by me and my business partner. And with that, hopefully at that point, I will either have replaced or be really, really close to replacing my income from my current job at EY. And then by the time I'm 26, I want to be completely financially free. So that means I can cover all my bills, all my living expenses. I can still travel and do exactly whatever I want and like have that freedom to choose what I do instead of replacing my income from a job, which would be financially independent. I want to be financially free. So like have additional things that I can do with that money by 26. So by the time I'm 33, $100 million portfolio. By the time I'm 26, be financially free. By the end of next year, 2023, I want to have at least two storage facilities that I own. So Cole, what are some of your goals that when looking back at this episode or whenever we pick back up the podcast that you're hoping to achieve? So one of my big goals is uh, pretty much to just ride the coattails of Nick and live in his guest house. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wish uh, I wish I did go first though because yours is well, 
well organized and puts mine to shame a little <laughs> bit, but it's kind of hard to forecast necessarily a long-term goal with my company right now because I'm still kind of learning how it works and and what I guess it's capable of. But my my current goal that I have for myself is within five years, I want to grow my construction company to a million dollars in revenue every month. And so basically doing a million dollars in remodels and designs each month. So $12 million a year. And my other goal is through real estate. I'm not sure which avenue quite yet. Um, I do enjoy short-term rentals, but I also like the idea of kind of long-term renting a home that I flipped, kind of like the Burr strategy pretty Mm -hmm. much. That interests me as well, especially with my line of work. So my goal between those two things is I want to own a million dollars in real estate before I'm 30. So between those two things, then both of those I want to happen before I'm 30. I am 24 right now as well. So $12 million a year in remodels for the construction business Mm -hmm. and over a million dollars in real estate before I'm 30. Nice. So hopefully whenever we look back at this episode, whether that's in two years, three years, four years, when we're 30 or 33, or whenever we pick back up where we left off and where we're leaving you guys, those goals will either be achieved or we'll be really, really close to achieving them. And hopefully at that point, you're really, really close to achieving whatever your goals are that you've set. Because I know this episode is coming out right at the end of the year. And a lot of times we set goals for the next year. So hopefully you've set some goals. They make you a little bit nervous and anxious and you don't know whether or not you're going to achieve them because those are the types of goals that you really need to push for. And they're going to get you out of your comfort zone and to achieve them, you're going to have to grow. So that's the types of goals you want to set because if you're not growing, you're not making any progress and you're probably falling behind because someone else out there who's in your position is setting those goals and growing. So you need to set goals that make you a little bit uncomfortable Push yourself to achieve those goals and don't forget to get after it. There it is, guys. This podcast has been one of the most meaningful things Cole and I have done and we could not have done any of it without your support. You were the reason we kept going and you were the reason we are going to come back with even better guests, better episodes, and better experiences to help you on your quest to success. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the podcast description for other similar episodes from The Quest. If you made it this far into the episode, I want to thank you on behalf of everyone here at The Quest. Your support means the world to us and we strive every day to bring you the most value in these episodes possible. If you like this episode, if you've been enjoying The Quest, let us know by leaving a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if someone hasn't told you this already today, you matter, you are loved, and you have so much potential. Now take action towards those dreams and get after it. And for the last time, guys, I will leave you with this Turkish proverb. Dear past, thank you for all the lessons that you have taught me. Dear future, I am ready. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. If you found our message helpful or inspiring, make sure you tune in next week to continue on the quest with us. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave a comment letting us know how you heard about us. And remember to get after it.